gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe, here in this great hall of justice are the most powerful forces of good ever assembled. Dedicated to truth, justice, and peace for all mankind. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Spinner Rack here. The crew is hanging out. We got Petey. We got Cal. And we're going to be talking about Marvel Legacy. One, what is it? One billion? One million years ago? BC. BC? I mean, are you frigging for real? I mean, are you running out of stories? Are you guys running out of ideas? Yes. Cal, yes. I would I'll let you start off, but I know you're already going to down the damn thing. Well, Petey, Petey, let's see, let's see you at least. Petey, Petey has a really nice. Petey, I think, has a really nice analogy. So why don't? Yeah, let's yeah. start with Petey. Petey, let's hear this man. Break, explain it to the to the populace and that they may not know about. Well, Marvel's been very cagey about this um, um, this legacy thing, and we immediately thought it was going to be like a rebirth and getting back to the old stuff and old characters because Marvel's been. That's why they've been cagey. So then we get started getting these images, and we got Odin, and we got, uh, is, I'm not sure if that's a Hulk or a Starbrand. It doesn't make any sense, and they keep trying to bring back Starbrand. But then when I saw it saying, you know, a million BC, I started thinking, what did we all see that was close to that? We, what's the name? Grant Morrison went into the future, a million, you know, DC one million. So now Marvel's like, you know what, let's just reverse it. Let's go do what, the, you know, it should work. And then they're like, I mean, not to say the characters aren't cool. Like, look at the, look at this stuff. Look at the, whatever the star brand Hulk is and Ghost Rider on a Woolly Mammoth. It doesn't make any sense why you would Ghost Rider on a Woolly Mammoth, but... Um, You're damn right it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you got the Phoenix and that can't... The Phoenix is not a positive. That's not character. a ride. You're supposed to be a ghost. You know, ghost rider is supposed to be on some sort of vehicle, not a not a not an elephant or a mastodon. Yeah. So again, we went from you know we went from DC talking about a DC's crossover, and this Marvel needed a crossover. So there we go. We have. I'm about to say. Let's um, <laughs> say metal of one million. It's like we have legacy. So it, it has some surprises. We had some weird titles, some of which I think they got canceled. They didn't decide to use, but they're gonna have some weird stuff, and you know it's gonna seems like it's gonna be a wild ride. Maybe I stick with the main issues. I'm not sure, but I can't hardly stick with Secret Empire, so I'm not sure what this, you know, what it's gonna be. They have Mike, was it Diodato? If they have him who's done these sketches, if he does the mini, maybe I'll check it out because I and I enjoy his work. He did I think Electra. He's done a bunch of different things, but he did Hulk. So, Cal. Rubbish. <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> All right. We're done. You got some other Marvel news? Can you give us a little bit DC, more detail than DC that? DC 1 million was great. And one of the reasons why it was great is because it showed you the fruition of the DC universe. The whole idea was, okay, look, this is what these guys have been fighting for all of this time. Okay? We're celebrating the return of Superman. And you get to see, wow, everything actually works out. And they pushed it so far in the future that it didn't conflict with anything that you might have been reading in, say, Legion of Superheroes. That's how far it was. But it's like, wow, everything actually works out. Morrison really did think about, whoa, what would the future be like in terms of space, how people would interact, what would the heroes be like, which guys keep that same legacy going, which, you know, which don't. Some of the, you know, there were some misses. I didn't like what they did with uh, Captain Marvel and the One Million stuff, but those things worked out pretty well. Here we see that Marvel, the house of ideas, has one idea. Let's ha we got to make this money. That's pretty much it. <laughs> They've gone back, I mean, going back into the past, and 
Marvel is supposed to be the the, the, the the juvenescent characters, okay? The youthful characters, the cutting edge guys who come over here that you're supposed to, that are supposed to be palpable that you can put your finger on. The idea of them going back a million into one million BC in order to tell this story shows you just how much of a hole they're in, how much trouble they are in right now, and this is not going to help them get out of it. Here's what will help you to get out of it. You don't need to go back to 1 million BC. You do need to go back to about 1966, and those characters that you created around that time, bring those guys back. Get rid of, you know, get rid of this new Hulk. Get rid of this new Thor. Get, you know, Falcon, I love you. Time to go. Steve Rogers is Captain America. No more of a Nazi. How about investing in the, the whole thing. How about <laughs> investing in the characters that you already have instead of going back and then when they do this type of stuff, Marvel has like this silver age. They have this silver age addiction that they can't shake. Because then they go back and then they start creating this. Oh, the Ghost Rider used to ride on a Mastodon. Good lord. Now you can have the ghost the Ghost Rider eventually be flying on a pterodactyl. <laughs> The ghost, rider, the ghost Rider will be on a dolphin. You know, all this incredibly stupid stuff because they extrapolate off that one particular idea and it just gets amalgamated and aggrandized to the point that it's, it's stupid. Not even silly, it's stupid. At least with the Silver Age, it was expansive. It was fun because that's where your audience was. And they were like, okay, let's just try some wacky ideas and see how they go. Marvel does the wacky stuff, and then they say, well, this is still canon, so they still keep going with it. And all it makes is for this versus battle nonsense. Well, yeah, yeah, the Ghost Rider could do it, okay? The Ghost Rider can ride anything. Look, this is a Ghost Rider riding an ant. When the Ghost Rider hit, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to go back 1 million BC and have Ant-Man? The ants were gigantic at that time. I guess he'll be giant Ant-Man. Oh, I would I would like to make a correction. I cut I cut Cal off and I apologize because that was a great rant. That was a very strong rant. I didn't know we were bringing in a lot of the other stuff, which was all right. But then I was like, he's not, and he brought it all home perfectly. Yes, that was a good one. Um, yeah, uh, wait a minute. I'm just looking at this image over here. That that, that chick over there. That's the Phoenix. Yes. yes. In one billion BC. Yes. Did they, not read, did they not read the story where she first appears with Jean Grey in the first place? Uh, I guess they said the power it's, of the Phoenix has always been around. It's a primal force. On Earth? Not well, no, 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 no. That totally undercuts not the whole story. Because what was the whole idea? That she came out, Jean Grey, because she wanted to experience human emotion, human feeling. It had never happened before. Now you're saying it happened a billion years ago? I know. It, These guys know. have no damn ideas whatsoever. I know. No, it totally undercuts that story. It well, totally undercuts it. I would un I would just say that the, the Phoenix was Chaos Bringer, Ravager of Worlds, and in space. So the aspect it was, wasn't a nice guy. So it was, wasn't a nice character. So. That's it's not about being nice. I don't, I don't, I don't think it takes. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just X Men wise. The, the whole, the whole idea. I'm not disagreeing that. Just that. the whole idea of the Phoenix <laughs> character. Okay, and the only reason why. Okay, it should have even happened because Jean Grey was supposed to die. The Phoenix Force came over and said, "Hey, look, makes this particular deal. You will live." I'll get to experience emotion with you. And that's why the whole thing went off the rails in the first place. Why? No. Because the Phoenix Force couldn't deal with human emotion. That's why she ended up going dark. No, that's not what happened. And then we go from here. I now you're saying a billion years, now you're saying a million years ago in BC, the Phoenix already did it. So what's the point? So, I mean, look. I don't we, we, only we, make the correction that Phoenix was, was just an evil being. It's been an evil being and it didn't wasn't tainted by humanity. 
that's the last bit that Claremont added to ruin everything that no, no, happened. Don't disagree with you on that. If you read the original stories, that was not the case. And I'm talking strictly about the Phoenix storyline. That, that, that's probably the mo one of the most popular storylines mm -hmm. Marvel has produced. It's one of the most popular storylines in comics, period. And then you do something like this. Yeah, I know that. Not, not in disagreement. They don't respect the character. You, you, you go one I billion. I just have an X-Men One billion. Yeah, that's it. You go, you're telling me one million BC. If it's anybody other than Thor, Odin's son, with that hammer, <laughs> it's ridiculous because he's a god. It doesn't matter what time period. Yes. He's always had that hammer. That hammer was meant for him. Mm -hmm. That now means you are going to undercut that whole story. Marvel, what is wrong with you? I mean, but this is one what thing. What is we, wrong with you? This is something we've been what talking about. Smoking. We've been talking about for the longest <laughs> is that um, these artists and the, the companies are not respecting the characters that people have come to like. You know, they're, they're, doing, they're putting you into these different twists and turns, adding other characters, other, other people in the same characters that we've been growing up with. And what happens? We don't end up liking it. And then we don't end up buying it. And then what happens? You know, then you guys say, oh, well, we got to make these changes. Because you made those bad changes to begin with. Well, if you didn't do those things, if you didn't respect the character and say, hey, hold on a second. This doesn't make sense. And not you respecting the character. I'm not saying respecting the character because we're reading it and you, you owe us something. No, In no, terms no. of that. It's saying, look, you guys did a really good job right over here. It's so well received. Why would you, you want to undercut that? Okay, you did a really good job over here. Why do you want to urinate on it? They Simply so you can make a cast grab in the summer? They, they, uh, come well, on, guys. I'm come add, on. I'm going to let you get at one other character, which is the Iron Fist that's right over here. Now, there's a dragon. With that, the braid? The, uh, that's the, the Iron Fist. Okay. So, like, the aspect of having that dragon back there with the dinosaurs. Is ridiculous. <laughs> so, there's some problems here. And let me, guess, let me guess, let me guess, in 1 uh -oh. million B.C., they had martial arts, right? <laughs> wow. Right? These martial that's arts... The that that's the start of it. These martial arts that have only really been around for a few thousand years, they had it all the way back then. It, no, it's, so, it, it's just so ridiculous at the end of the day. You guys have no... See, if there's a collapse that comes from the industry, it's going to come because you implode, because you have... It's like you're afraid of having new, any, any new ideas. Okay, Bronze Age, say what you want about it. Marvel, Marvel was putting all of this stuff out. Okay, DC as well, you know, the all those horror comics because horror was popular. All of these monster comics because monsters were also popular. But then you still got guys like on, say on the Marvel side, you got Nova. On the DC side, you got Firestorm. Okay, and those characters, even though they're not necessarily being published right now, were still new, got folded in got fan bases for them, and definitely helped to bring the, everything else along. You don't do that with anything else. Or if you do do it, it's with a gimmick. You can't introduce a new character unless it, or she has, what was it, America? She's a Latina, she's uh, gay, you know, so you, you do, rather, she's a lesbian. So it's like, is this an organic character? No, this is a character that you're still using to push this particular agenda, and you're supposed to be the house of ideas. You're not supposed to be the house of scat, and that's what you're throwing at people. And why do you keep doing it? Because you guys okay. keep buying it. <laughs> you keep buying um, it. Okay, yeah, I, would, I, I got. It. We got. I would. On. I would just add one other thing. It's like, you know, we can sit at home. The fun part of this is that we can create our own the, the one million BC character. What about Nova? Yep. What kind of helmet would he have back then? It'd be made a bone of stone. stone. A bone helmet. Your <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bone, bone of stone. Bone. That's right. The Ghost Rider is going to be riding with Fred Flintstone to work. <laughs> We can it works so we've got we need some more of these characters. What would Colossus be back then? I need a good one. Wolverine. What would that be? He, 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 be Wolverine would still be alive back then, right? <laughs>
Because at some point, he probably traveled back in time, so he, he we, lived all that time, right? I think we have some bits that we need to see in this story that, I mean, the House of Ideas can pull out. Because you got Wolverine, he's, like, I mean, and then, and then the Squadron and Supreme can show up, you know, you know, all these guys can show oh up, you know, you can, do, so you can just keep expanding so on is it. This, is this they, and they did this already. They did this, was, uh, what was it, 16, it was 1602. They had that storyline. Was yes. that a Gaiman storyline, too? Yes, it was. Okay, they did that, or they, however, I don't know how well that was received, but they did this type of stuff already. Like, let's try it this way, okay? Mm -hmm. It's like more Alan Moore stuff without. Uh, with the, more Misogyny? Gets a, oh, sorry, you didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> what did they ask, ask Alan Moore? It's like, how can you be so critical about these guys when you are taking characters from the public domain and putting your yes, own spin on yeah, them? He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not taking characters from the public domain and putting my own spin on them. I'm putting my own spin on characters <laughs> from the public domain. <laughs> okay? And you can imagine when uh, he said that, he probably had some smirk on his face when yes. he said, he's like, no, I'm doing it better than them. Yeah. You know what? I have to admit that much. He's doing it better than you. Okay? He's doing it better than you to the point that these guys read this and think, oh, this is what the Invisible Man was really like. You're like, no! That's, this is Alan Moore's take on this. And then I look at this right over here. It's like the same stuff when they want to do this. Well, let's take the Marvel characters and put them in a Victorian setting or do this. Those what-ifs, those Elseworlds, they have their place. But when they start becoming unilateral for what your universe is supposed to be, that's when you start running aground into some serious, serious problems. And it, it makes me wonder why, you know, what happened to the what-if seri series where you guys got to put out those ideas and the stuff that worked, guess what? It actually started to filter over into, you know, the regular universe proper, the 616. You guys don't do those test ground stories anymore. Elsewhere you else. don't have any place where guys who are aspiring to write or aspiring to draw can go and cut their teeth, get to know more about the universe, because the bottom line is what? Money. Because you guys need to make <laughs> money in order to don't. justify your own existence. And that's stemming your creativity. And without the creativity, you're not going to sell. Wait a second. Now I got to oh stop gosh, that madness. There's no done. way, there's no way, they're, they're in this to make, uh, to make money. So if you're going to come out of a story, don't say they're going to give these stories away for free. They think they can make money off the story. I may not agree with the story. You may not agree with the story. But it, what else are they going to do? This is a money-making business, but right? so did Stan Lee and I, Jack Kirby. I knew all it would take us some dollars and cents to get you to chime sell, in. They were trying to sell good thing with solid stories. But That's what they were trying to do. Their not, thing is not, it's, it's not, uh, it's not reverse-engineered, okay? They look, they saw Justice League. They, they put these guys together for Justice go. League, and that hit. Okay, so they told Stan Lee, why don't you do that? And then his wife says, well, look, if you say you don't like these characters, why don't you write them the way that you think they should be written? And from him doing that, you'd make the money. Why? Because the quality and the creativity was there. It can't be now, oh, wait a minute. It, it's one comes and begets the other. You have quality, you have creativity, people will like it, you'll get money from it. Not, hey, I need money. Okay, so let me do this to make the money and then hopefully I can be creative with this stuff and makes it hit. No, that's when you start making 1,800 variant no, covers I'm not, and one, special, no, 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 with one with no, 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 a special gold ticket I, in it. I'm not about to knock Marvel on that end. Look, again, I think this story could be misguided, but they must have done some type of research. They must have done some type of... Same thing, the same thing with... The same thing with... We're done. You know what I'm we trying to say? We've got other Marvel. We have so, any other Marvel years? Yeah, we've got yes. 1 million BC uh, Ben Riley clone saga. <laughs> that's uh, another Ben Riley. We need a, we need a Spider-Man that's actually like, you know, well, Spider-Man already turned into a spider in uh, Marvel fanfare, so... Yeah. All right. do that. <laughs> On to other news. <laughs> Another news, we have Carol, we have Captain Marvel, what we've been waiting for forever. They started putting out production stills of Carol Danvers fighting scrolls and talk of what is it, the Kree Scroll War. And then fans are getting happy and we have Brie Larson 
and we get a hint. We don't see her, but they've been mocking up her in a costume and whatnot. And we had some uh, artist. They had some artist images, right? Yes, but we exactly. Haven't, we haven't seen an actual image I of her. Haven't seen her. They have her in a hotter outfit in those Marvel meetings, but they don't have her in the costume yet. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, they just, I guess it also seems like they're trying to, you know, with the Wonder Woman thing, just say, hey, we got some, we got a woman thing happen, even though she's not in Infinity War. Hopefully they'll sneak her in. But they're so far to. right now, no. she's not in it. She's not in it. And it's not criminal. Well, I mean, isn't it interesting, though, that she, this whole, her, her story is going to be involved in the Kree, the Kree's are going to be involved in it. Is it the Cree War? The Cree Scroll War? So supposedly. I mean, I that, don't know, I, we don't know how much it is, but they're throwing that out. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the best Marvel stories they could have. That's where you could bring the Fantastic Four in. I mean, you could do a lot with that. Well, that's, I mean, the Cree Skull War is, I mean, we already did the DC stuff, but that's what you want to do when you want to expand your universe and get everybody to get a good look at it, as opposed to what they're doing with metal. If they do the Kree Skull War in the films, I think that's really good because it, it allows you to bring more people in. We can bring this person in exactly. for the purpose of the story works. I, I need to see her in that outfit because I don't think, I didn't like Brie Larson's casting, being casted as Carol Danvers. She just doesn't look like, she just doesn't look like the uh, the comic aspect to What me. Marvel movie has not made it, not been a hit? Well, I mean, so I don't see a problem with this. It's going to be a hit. I mean, Wonder Woman was a hit. The women are going to go I out to think, see her. I, I it's going to be a hit. I know. think Carol Danvers from the comics is just more attractive. I think uh, who's this? Uh, she plays Lagatha on Vikings. I yeah, can't remember. I know you're talking about. Yeah, uh, Catherine. Is it Catherine Wittick? I can't yeah. remember. Wittick. That might be it. But I thought she she's the you know she would have been about the right age. She's about uh, late 30s, early 40s, which would which would work you know in terms of the story. She's you know again very attractive. Shows for me, but she's formidable on the show and uh, in real life she's actually a. Uh, She's a black belt in karate or something of that nature. Hmm. So I would have definitely liked seeing her in the role. Brie Larson, I'm not... I look at Brie Larson, and Brie Larson looks like a, like a mom, you know, at the end of the day. She looks like she'd be in a mom movie, trying to get the kids to school and having all these hijinks. I agree. I agree with what Cal said about her not looking like Carol Danvers. But then we have to look at Atomic Blonde. Like, she has an outfit that's a dark blue, and she has something going on there. It's like... Is that a Miss Marvel outfit? I gotta see this hmm. movie. Maybe she has like, and then is she gonna be the you know look like, you know when they take off the jacket? Is she gonna look like Miss Marvel? And then next thing you know, we have someone that looks like, you know the basic colors. And I don't know. I think that um, Charlize Theron actually yes. has a, you know looks closer to the. I mean, just looks closer to yeah. the character. Miss Marvel comes across as more attractive. Then Brie Larson. That's just, you know, look, that's just that at the uh, end of the day. Uh, you know, just, just a check. You know what I'm trying to say. Well, it's going gonna, gonna to be a big hit. It's a marvel. You don't know, wait a second. Look, I would just go, because they're doing this in the 90s. And my other issue that I have is that they have a character they haven't It's a period piece? Yes, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, It's going to be in the 90s. No, I knew it was going to be set. I knew it was supposed to not be set currently with the other films. I didn't know they were scaling it all th that far back. So then how do we explain that she's not involved in some of the, like, the Avengers and stuff like that? Because it's in the 90s. That'll be her first no. movie. Right, but I'm saying, but then that means she would have existed and it should have been known from what she did. So, you know, how do you explain that? We'll find out. It's the same way Wonder Woman had the same thing where, hey, she was in World War One, and then somehow she dropped off the face of the earth, you know, until this doomsday thing happened. But she's doing another movie, so probably World War Two now. Yeah, then we get the Vietnam War, the Korean War, <laughs> she'll be in the Gulf War, and I guess when we run out of it, you know, those if the North Koreans really get out of line, we'll get another war out of her, you know, it's okay. Well, this, I think, I think that movie, I think um, Captain Marvel will be a good time to bring in Rick Jones. You already have him cast. You don't, he won't, doesn't have to be an agent. 
Who's cast? Uh, who did they cast as Rick Jones? The guy Sebastian Stan. It's the same guy. They he's Rick his, Jones. He's his. Bucky Barnes and Rick Jones look exactly the same. Is the same know. dude? No, they haven't cast him. I'm oh, okay. They okay. Oh, I was about to say. Oh, okay. They already have him casted because they look exactly the same. <laughs> they're, they're, remember Captain America said? Yeah, we saw him, yeah you can't like, double dip like that. That's like having uh, Chris. They Marvel did That's it. like having Chris Evans come out. I'm going to play both Captain America and the Human Torch in the same film. It's just not, no, <laughs> not going to happen. He looks. That's what the plot in Marvel was. That's the whole thing of Captain America. They connected Captain America to the loss of World War Two. And he, and Rick Jones was Bucky for you know he, he was, was Bucky, he was Bucky for the a while. Hulk. It's all this thing. And then in the, in the Kree Skull War, he connects the human part to the story because he the, you know the Kree and the Scrolls are fighting, and then they are sort of at they can't evolve anymore. And Rick Jones shows that the human mind can evolve past you know where they're at. And hence why they keep coming and interacting on Earth. That's the whole point. Just having a big fight is cool, but that's not the Kree Skull War. There's a there's the thing that Marvel has is those human elements, and they've given that to who's that um Coulson and some of the agents. But then they don't have like a reg. This is one where you don't have to do a phony thing like a the, with the Hawkeye's wife and something like that. You have a character that's in all these stories. He's the guy who brought the Avengers together in the first issue. So you have him connected with the Hulk. You have him connected with, uh, what's it, Captain America. You have him connected with Captain Marvel and the Avengers. You already have him cast. It could be a fun bit. You already have Sebastian Stan. Use him. Bring Rick Jones back into the Marvel Universe. And he doesn't have to have powers. <laughs> he doesn't have to have powers. Black Panther panel. Yes. On SDCC. The Did you see, uh, what's her name, Lapita? She was dressed yes. as a pink Power Ranger jumping yes. around? Yes. I recognized her from the... I didn't recognize her. I, I didn't realize her. Yeah. You must have been the only one then, because no one else did. Oh, no, because she had the... the never mind. She it's had a, two it's outfits It's on. a family show. She also played, she also played, um, was it... I call you couldn't recognize from the... I didn't recognize her from that. He's <laughs> the most fans didn't walk around. She was there going all around the place. Well, she had two outfits. She had the the Power Ranger and she, and she had Darth. No, oh, the, the dude who plays, he's like the only male character on Girls. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, I don't know his name. She was. had his outfit on. She had uh, the black. Uh, you didn't. Okay. I never Look, saw on, Girls. No, no, in all seriousness, okay, nobody was going to recognize her. She had a full <laughs> face mask. Yeah, on both outfits. How's anybody? But she's jumping around like a sprite. Nobody's. Everybody's going like to think she's weird. Yes, yeah, it was great. And people take pictures. That would that would hurt me if I took a picture and say, oh, can I get a picture? Your costume, and then find out. Oh, now if I heard her speaking, now if I heard her speaking, I might have been like, "Oh, wait a second!" Not gonna say nothing. Would you recognize what she sounded like? Even yes, you would. I wouldn't have. I have the. I have the. I'm gonna. I have a. Because then you get talking, you hear like, "Oh, accent. Oh, where are you from? Wait a second. (laughs) Wait wait a minute. I know who you are. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I have her her voice in my head because she did a line on one of those interviews. She's like, "Do me a rap, a rap lyric." We want a lady in the street, but a freak in the bed. Freak in the bed. Freak in the bed. Freak in the bed. I play it on repeat all the time. Freak in the bed. Freak in the bed. Sorry. So, what do you think of the panel? From what you saw? I didn't see the panel. I just saw Lupita running around. Tell me about the panel. (laughs) (laughs) All I care about is that. Those have to be some of the happiest people I've seen in a panel in some time. Okay, they were very happy. They had a well. One, the audience was waiting for them with the damn red carpet. (laughs) Okay, metaphorically, metaphorically, of course. But the audience received everything, everything about the film and everything that they had to say with immense amount of positivity. Those guys looked like they had the best time of their lives filming this, and I think that's for obvious that's for obvious reasons because there's a lot. 
There's a lot of positivity behind it. I think everybody was having a lot of fun with it. It's all new territory for them. It's a Marvel production. It's Black Panther. You know, they just looked like they had a really, they just looked like they had a really, really good time doing the whole thing. They didn't really give me too much of information that I didn't know already. Yes. Oh, most of the stuff that they're bringing about, I know. Some things I could say, well, you know, the whole thing, like some of the stuff I don't know, the Dora Milaje, I think, have been aggrandized to a point that they were never meant to be. They're much bigger, but, but they're bigger now in the it's, comics it's now like, than they were It's before. like what I say with, uh, with Scott Snyder, you know, Christopher Priest, you put them in there, you can't say now, well, they were only meant to be his bodyguard. You put two hot chicks as his bodyguard, that's what people are going to do at the end of the day. Reginald Hudlin decided, hey, I'm going to shave them bald and, you know, put some uh, tattoos on the head at the end of the day. You know, you can't, uh, I, not to say that Christopher Priest said anything, but, you know, hey, you put them there, these guys are going to run off with it. But, you know, information aside, everybody just looks like there's a genuine, there's a very genuine quality to all of the discourse that comes about. It's not like when you see, uh, like, you'll see Halle Berry and she's got some new film out. What is it, uh like Taken or something of that nature. Just bad names. Yeah, well, she's got, it's like a film. <laughs> and it's like, this, but, you know, she's a pro. She's a pro. Yeah. She knows the film is scat. But when they ask her questions about it, she's like, yeah, this is a character who's not going to be beaten down, who's going to get this, who's going to get that. She, and they all do it. No, she's They all a, do it. <laughs> okay? A, Here, I'm in this particular... Hallie. Hallie's done those movies and the one with the caller is fine. It's just a terrible title. I'm talking about the latest one that's coming the out. The latest one, you got, With the kids told the stolen kid, right? Yeah, like the stolen, stolen kid. Like, they picked the more, they picked the, what's the, the sub, they picked the wrong mother to mess with, right? They picked the wrong mother, bleep, to mess with, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? But Very good. these guys, when they're talking about the film, because most of the time, sometimes I think they can get away with it because they may not have seen the final cut of the film. Yeah. Or they purposely don't see the final cut of the film, so they can just talk about their involvement in it, and that can stay positive. But a lot of times, these guys have seen the film, so they already know. If, oh God, this is. This, but they still have to go out and do the pressers. Yeah. These guys are coming out, and they seem very positive. Like they've seen the dailies, they've seen like enough of it. And it's like, no, this looks very good, very happy with it, very ecstatic, very enthusiastic about seeing what's going to come of it. So you know, that that was my take on the whole. That was my take on the whole panel. I wish they could have focused a little bit more. I would have liked to focus a little bit more on, like, what type of villainy is going to actually happen because they got three villains here. Yeah, which they is, still haven't explained that. That's like that, Batman it? level type of Bloating. villains. It might be bloated, villain bloat. That's like yeah. Batman level. That's Batman level, you know, type villains. And his major villain is supposed to be Eric Killmonger. You've got Claw. Man ape is really like it should be man ape if if they do Shouldn't it right. Have done it. You said you said it again. Mbaku, Mbaku. <laughs> if man ape, Mbaku. <laughs> if man ape is more like uh, if man ape is more like Eric Killmonger's underling, then I can see it working to okay. a certain extent because he's supposed to really be the guy to put the Black Panther through his paces. I don't know, but uh, I have to admit I, I'm gonna have to sit and see how they. I'm gonna have to sit, watch like everybody else and see how they come out. But their enthusiasm was infectious. Yes, yeah. it was. They, 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 in the, on the panel, I was very surprised at how well, you know, you see a lot of different panels, and sometimes it just seems that they're just going through the road answers. Well, this is what they got to see. I always watch the, the, the Game of Thrones um, panels, and, you know, when the Jon Snow had died. Is Jon Snow dead? You know, everybody knows the man is alive, but they, everybody's like, oh, well, I really can't answer that, or uh, you look, what do you think, and, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. But here, they basically, they gave us some answers, but nothing too specific to, to take away. It seems as though the, the audience was very positive. I mean, it, this is going to be a hit. You know, the question is just how big, naturally. But it's going to it's do well. Um, 
But, you know, again, the, 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 I have to agree with Cal. I, I'm not sure who the real villain is in this story. Claw, yeah. uh, without a doubt. No, but I don't know. You can't have the you can't have the white man become the lead villain and like I'm holding Manape and <laughs> <laughs> from I what got Manape under my don't from, call from, him Manape. From what I'm looking.